What's up? What's up? What's up? Welcome back to another episode of Exceeding While Black. Y'all, y'all, y'all know my routine. Yes, we have a very special guest. Um, I'm super excited about this conversation. It's something different that um, we will be discussing because, as you know, the last few episodes have been about purpose, have been about people's stories, obstacles, how they're pursuing their purpose, and where they are now. Um, And I want to kind of take a moment, take a break, as you may say, take a break and really discuss what about the people that may not know what their purpose is. You know, um, I think that that's probably where a lot of people are currently. They're unsure of where they should be. They're unsure of what their purpose is. They're unsure of just life right now, especially with everything going on um, in this world with inflation and COVID and just life has definitely had its changes over the years and people are now trying to adapt and trying to understand and make changes or making changes to their life currently. So I wanted to discuss with someone who is open to having this type of conversation and who also doesn't necessarily know what her purpose is, but is willing to talk about it and discuss it. And I don't know, man, maybe we'll get to the bottom of it. (laughs) You know, um, maybe we will get to the bottom of it and maybe we will find out what her purpose is. But I want to introduce to my dear, dear, dear friend, Kiana. Hey, girl. Hey, boo. How you doing? You know, getting through the days or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I swear I love you. So, um, I don't know why, but when I was going through, like, your questions, or when I was preparing your questions, I should say, um, I started thinking, like, I kind of want this to be a a conversation, not necessarily, like, an interview. Like, even though I'm going to be asking you questions, like, I, I don't want it to feel like an interview because yeah. um, I'm not really sure, like, what you're going to say. But from what I gather, obviously, because I know you, but um, from what I know of you, I just feel like this needs to be more so of a conversation instead of an interview, if that makes sense. So I like that. So it's better um, anyway. Yeah, yeah, because like I was going through the questions and I was just kinda like, Yeah. You know, like it it, it it felt like a conversation. It didn't really feel like um an interview to me. Um so that's what I'm going with. That's what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. So with all that being said Hey girl, hey girl. <laughs> hey, um, hey. So, you know, with millennials changes the narrative, or just not even with millennials changes the narrative, but just with my platform overall, um, I speak more so when it comes to purpose. And I talk a lot about purpose and how I feel like people should know their purpose and people should, you know, um, live their life. Is their purpose, mm-hmm. but with you um, and with most people 
in a sense, I feel like we have a hard time understanding our purpose or understanding what that even means to us. I really started thinking about this because at some point I had to sit down with myself and I had to be like, okay, like you want to speak on purpose, but there's a lot of people that don't even know what their purpose is, you know, or even truly how to find it. And even though, you know, I have conversations and, you know, I still try to, you know, um, ask the questions of, okay, well, how do we find this purpose, you know, or how do we do this? And it's kind of like the same answer in a sense. Um, you know, you find what makes you happy. You find, you know, what drives you and so forth and so on. But I feel like there's there's a deepness to that. So I guess my question to you is, uh, first off, Give a pe- give the people a little bit of your background, because even though I know you, they don't. They don't know who you are. Okay, so tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, I hate those. You know, they be asking you that question in school and everything, and you just be getting so quiet. Like, what do you want to know? Hey, just ask me a question. But um, okay, so let's see. I'm 28. <laughs> um. I have been a nurse now for about three years. Um, I'm from New York, but well, I was born in New York, but I'm practically from Georgia at this point. Um, girl, <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask. Okay, me. Girl. You wanna know? <laughs> okay, girl. Y'all, she graduated from Winston Salem State University. <laughs> Yes, okay. yes, I did. I did. What then? What year was that? Was that 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 was twenty? I think that was twenty nineteen. Yeah, I was gonna yes. say twenty eighteen, but yeah, twenty nineteen. No, 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 yeah, twenty nineteen. Two months later, I took the NCLEX, became a nurse. On this bitch, you feel me? <laughs> but when. When it, so when it came to, like, the nursing field, that wasn't something that you initially wanted to do or you were trying to challenge yourself in a sense. Yeah, so honestly, okay, so here's the thing. Like, after I graduated high school, like, high school for me wasn't – it wasn't bad, but it wasn't good either. I was, like, mute as hell. I feel like I knew everybody. Everybody knew who I was, but I didn't talk, at like, at all. I didn't talk unless I was supposed to. So high school for me was really awkward. Um, and so – once I graduated high school, I was just uninterested in going back to school. I don't really know that particularly why, but I was just uninterested. And my dad, he was so upset with me. He was like, we're not, we're not having this. My mom didn't really care. Her thing is she just wants her kids to finish high school, right? My dad was really adamant on me going to college. So I ended up going mm-hmm. to community college just because, like, I didn't know what I wanted to do, but it was a start, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, when I started there, I went to GGC for maybe like a year or two, I want to say. I can't remember, but um, I started at GGC. And so, my initially, what I came up with was, since I, I feel like I was always in my head, which is probably why I was always so quiet, because I was just scared of people, and in a sense, not scared of, I wouldn't say scared of what they would do to me, but like scared of what they were thinking, like, people's words, people can be really mean, you know, and so I just didn't, I just wanted to avoid all that, so anyways, I was always in my head, and so I was, okay, maybe I could be a psychologist, you know, so initially, that's what I wanted to do, and um, then I changed it to pharmacy, 
and then I changed it to nursing. And I think the reason I changed it so many times was because, you know, you hear the narrative of, like, oh, psychology, you don't really make much going to it, and then what, you know? And so I already knew that I – I already knew that in my adulthood, like, in my head, I had so many plans, you know, as we all do. Like, we have, mm-hmm. in our head, it's kind of like we have life figured out, like, this is what's going to happen at this age, and we're going to live this way, and, you know, things are kind of particular. But I knew one thing that really was not up for debate was me having to be dependent on my parents or just anybody else, mm-hmm. right? And so I think honestly, and this might sound really bad, but that's probably why I went into nursing for the security and for the money. Mm-hmm. Like, people will tell you, oh, I became a nurse. I wanted to help people, this, that, and the third. I feel like I've been helpful all my life, you know, so I could help people outside of nursing. Like, people that mm-hmm. actually know me know how deeply rooted I am in my emotions and how much I extend a helping hand all the time, you know. So the, it had nothing to do with nursing. I wanted, I went into it for the security. For the bag, okay. And the money. <laughs> yeah, to be to be completely honest. And I, I kind of feel bad for saying that sometimes, you know, because even in, in practicing nursing now, like sometimes I could tell, like, I'm just here for the money, you know. Now, that's not to yeah. say I should, like, you know, just disregard my patients. Like, I'm very in, in tune with my patients. Like, I... I honestly talk to my patients more than I talk to my coworkers. So it's not that, but okay, right. And I think that's so weird too. Anyways, so, um, but yes, I went into it for, for the money and the security. I just knew like I had to stand alone on my own because I was used to seeing certain people not doing that. They were very dependent on a guy for, Mm-hmm to be their supplier, mm-hmm. you know, like my, someone I know was like that, you know, and I, I didn't yeah. like that. I really didn't like that because you stay somewhere that you're unhappy because of the money. And I, that was weird to me. I, I just didn't want that for myself. So, yes, I went into it for security. Girl, I get it. I definitely understand. But that was, I guess that was, one thing that I was just the opposite of, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I knew I knew that when it came to school and when it came to, you know, just being in that type of atmosphere again, I knew it wasn't for me. But mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like I've always known exactly, like, kind of where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do um, because writing was just so heavy during that time for me. Um, I just didn't know, like, how I was going to do it. And then you have the people um, that would just be like, well, really, really my parents and stuff that would just be like, well, how you going, how you going to do something with writing? You know what I'm saying? Like, what do you, what do you plan on, you know, heading down that road? And like, for me during that time, I really didn't know, you know what I'm saying? I was like, I don't know. I just want to write poetry, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, like be in a club somewhere, you know, go, go into contests. Like, I don't, like, I didn't know. So, that's what kind of, like, pushed me to, like, go to college, even though Shorty didn't finish, you know. But that's besides the point. Like, the point is, that's what, that's, that's what pushed me. That's what made to, you start, know, yeah. Exactly, to even start going to college. So when, so when we talk about purpose, that's, that was the key point that I kind of wanted people to understand, that nursing 
wasn't a passion of yours, you know what I'm saying? It wasn't a purpose of yours. But do you know or do you have some type of idea of what is? Um, I feel like this is, I'm going to have a really sad answer because, no, I don't. And sometimes that makes me really sad. And so I was, I'm going to tell you this. Um, like I said, I went to nursing for the security, right, and for, for the bag pretty much. And mm-hmm. um, now that I've obtained the bag, like I see what that side of life is and I've been able to do my own thing without asking permission or, you know, I, I move how I please nine times out of ten, you know. Like, mm-hmm. it still wasn't the end-all, be-all for me. Like, I've done a lot of things, and I still feel, like, unaccomplished in a sense, you know. Like, yeah, I have whatever. Like, I have my – at the time, I, I remember I really wanted – I remember being in nursing school, and I was like, oh, yeah, like, once I get situated in nursing, like, I want to get a nice apartment in in the city of Atlanta, you know, that was my goal, and I did mm-hmm. that, but I still felt so void, so void, you know, and it just didn't bring the fulfillment that I thought it would, and now that I got, I made another accomplishment, I bought a house, and it still didn't give me that fulfillment that I thought it would, and so, no, I don't feel like I found my passion yet, and that just makes me really sad, to be honest, because, you know, you could be living... I'm not rich in any way, you know, but mm-hmm. having money was not the end-all, be-all for me like I thought it would be. Like, I, I still right. get sad. I still get lonely. I still feel like there's a lot of voids that I don't know how to fill, you know. And so I think that whenever I do find something that I'm passionate about, um, maybe all those voided or all that emptiness will fill up in some way but I don't know what it is to feel passionate about something you know like I've never felt that before I just do things because I mean that's how you got to survive you got to get shit done you know right a lot of things that I that I've done haven't been like a passion of mine I just I just do it and reap the benefits of it and then once those benefits are like I get bored with them really fast, so it's just like, okay, now what, you know? So I hope that I can find my passion, but I don't even know how to start on that, per se. Like, I feel like, you know, and you mentioned it earlier, but I feel like that that's you being in your head a lot, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Um, constantly t- telling yourself, like, okay, well, this is it, you know what I'm saying? Like, finish that or, you know, completed that goal, great. You know, um, instead of actually, I don't think that, and please tell me if I'm wrong, but I just don't think that you celebrate yourself enough, you know, because the goals that the goals that you have or the goals that you have, you know, placed on yourself needs to be celebrated. For instance, you know, you completing nursing. I remember you telling me, like, a long time ago, like a while back that, you know, a reason why, you know, one of the reasons why you wanted to complete nursing was to challenge yourself, you know, yeah. because you felt like at the time you were just like, you felt as though you were quote unquote dumb, which you're no, obviously you're nowhere near that girl. You're a nurse. You're a whole nurse out here. Okay. But it's like, you felt like you were dumb and that was something that you wanted to prove to yourself. You wanted to prove to yourself that, you know, you could do this, like you could become a nurse. 
and girl, you did it, you know what I'm saying? And I felt like that was huge for you, but I never saw you, or I never heard you celebrate that, you know, celebrate mm-hmm. that part of you. And when it came to your apartment and even your house, now I know like there's some things that, you know, you don't like or that you wish that was different, but even the fact that you accomplished three goals, girl, three, not one, not two, but three, and you still feel as though you don't feel completed. I feel like that's more so you being in your head, you know, um, <laughs> it's so funny we talk about goals and stuff because, uh, you know, port. That's one thing that she um, she mentioned um, in her interview, and she was talking about how, like, of course she had things, you know, laid out and stuff, and things that, you know, she wanted to accomplish and stuff, but her main thing was she had goals. You know, mm-hmm. she had goals that she wanted to accomplish, and her completing those goals was was great for her, you know. Um, she She was happy that she was able to complete something, and although it was weird or looked indifferent in other people's eyes, to her, she was like, child, I just completed a goal. <laughs> Why does mm-hmm. it matter how you feel about it or what you feel like I should do about it? Like, this was mine. And I feel like I feel like in, in your case, with you being in your head a lot, and you've always been in your head, and, like, just with that, I don't think that you even give yourself time to celebrate you know, um, to celebrate your your goals and the things that you accomplished. Um, I can agree with that. I know I've stated that before to somebody else, I think, like in the middle of conversation. Like it was something that I've noticed. And I feel like I'm really self-aware too, you know. So mm-hmm. um, I've definitely had, had this conversation with somebody else before. But side note, shout out to Pork. Because Port was actually a big reason. She was actually a really big reason as to why I was able to go to Winston because um what happened? I think I was trying to stay on campus, right? And mm-hmm. like obviously because I'm out of state, right? I'm not gonna drive back and forth after the class, but and so I was trying to stay on campus and so me and my parents we had went out there and um basically they told me I couldn't stay on campus because I wasn't considered a full-time student I believe that's what the issue was I think I was only taking I think I was only taking like two courses or something because I had did a lot of my classes at VCC mm-hmm. and I was just trying to get into nursing school and so I think there was like two classes I need to take something of the sort and so because of that girl they was like you can't stay on campus so I was like oh my god like what am I going to do now and so Port had a friend that had her own spot I think it Honestly, it was a one bedroom too, but it had an upstairs downstairs. But upstairs was, was upstairs was the bedroom, right? And mm-hmm. I didn't know this girl from nowhere, so I was really grateful that she even let me stay with her. So shout out to Pork and her friend Shay. <laughs> shout out to you, Shay, and everybody that I met in Winston, because yes, they're a big reason <laughs> why I was able to finish nursing school. So just wanted to acknowledge her because that was really kind of her to do. Yeah, it was. It really was. But, like, so when we – so you know how I said earlier, we connect happiness or what makes you – what makes us happy to our purpose, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Do you – do you – with you not knowing exactly where your passion stems from or, you know, what your purpose is, 
um, would you say that you know or you don't know what makes you happy? Um, that's a good question, actually. I feel like it's such a sad answer. Like, why? how come people don't know what makes them happy? Like, isn't that just the basic of life? Don't we <laughs> strive to do what makes us happy every day? You know what I mean? So this is really kind of sad because I don't know what makes me happy a lot of the time. Um, well, I will say I love surprising people, and I love their seeing people's reactions when I do something for them that they've always wanted or, like, you know, get them a gift yeah. that, that they've always wanted. My issue that I, my issue is that I just throw money at everything, and so I don't know. I just be throwing money at everything, and I think that makes people happy, too, because people are so stressed out about money. And so if I can come in mm-hmm. and just take that load off in a, in a sense, obviously people are going to be happy about that. So me spending money don't make me happy, but me seeing people that I care about and that care about me happy, that that brings me joy, you know. I don't know what makes me happy. Cause I feel like I thought I did and, and I try to do it, but I don't get the gratification afterwards, you know. Like I thought I would. What was that? What was that? So, for instance, I said I always wanted to buy a house, right? That was my goal. Mm-hmm. And I did that, but I just didn't get the gratification that I thought I would, you know? Um, yeah. Graduating nursing school, being a nurse, like, it's cool and all, but I don't like to tell people I'm a nurse outside of, if I'm not at work, like, you're not going to really know that I'm a nurse unless someone else told you, you know? Or unless you ask yeah. me, like, oh, a lot of times I just be like, oh, I work in healthcare, and I kind of keep it at that, you know? Like, it's not something, like, I'm proud of being a nurse, but I don't know. I really don't know what it is. Like, why am I so insatiable? You know, like, I'm just really hard to please. It's, it's honestly quite frustrating because I can't do anything. Yeah, but you know, you know what? so crazy about this and the one the main reason why I wanted why I was so thankful and happy that the fact you even decided to have this conversation with me was because you're not alone you know what I'm saying you're definitely mm-hmm. not the first person to have these feelings that 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 looks as though they have life so you know completed and just so organized and so you know they're able to fend for themselves but still they feel like something's missing, you're not the first person, nor will you be the last, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And that is the reason why I wanted to have this conversation with you and why I was so pleased and so happy that you even agreed to it because I'm like, yes, like, like, oh, my goodness, yes. Like, this is what I wanted to do because, like, you know, you say, well, like, isn't that the main thing about life for you to know what makes you happy? I mean, some may say it is, you know what I'm saying? Some may say, duh, you know what I'm saying? You're you're always supposed to know what you're, you know, what makes you happy. But honestly, knowing what makes you happy is the trickiest thing in the book because it could be, and and to be quite frank, like, well, I'm about to be a little transparent too. Ooh, okay. Okay, girl. <laughs> to be quite frank, like, what I do, I don't necessarily think that this makes me happy. I think mm. I think that it it completes the void of my, my lack of happiness. 
you know, um, it's, oh, this, oh, okay, so basically when it comes to my writing, when it comes to poetry, when it comes to doing interviews and allowing people to express their stories and the things that, you know, they have to overcome and things like that, that doesn't make me happy that that allows me to ignore the void that I have in myself. So it fulfills my void because mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about exactly what I feel internally. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm not, all this is a distraction. Yes. Yes, for sure. For sure. Um, That's so surprising. And, <laughs> and to be honest, like, I think about this often, you know, when I talk to, like, um, Stanley or, you know, my other friends about it, it's so funny because I'm, like, even when it comes to, like, relationships and friendships and all that, um, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people talk about, you know, your boundaries or your non-negotiables or, you know, Mm -hmm. things that is the foundation of, like, relationships and stuff. And I try to ask myself these questions. You know what I'm saying? And it's like I get stuck, and I just like what? I don't I don't know my boundaries. You know what I'm saying? I don't know my non-negotiables. I don't know. I really don't know much about anything. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when it comes to like happiness, child, I don't know. Like like I couldn't I could not tell you. I couldn't tell you exactly what makes me happy. Like and it's it's kind of like in in the sense of you as well. It's like seeing other people share their stories. I guess that brings me joy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I'm like, oh, like, oh, I, I lifted, I lifted you up, yay! You know what I'm saying? But once that, once that phase is over, you know what I'm saying? Once that's gone, I'm still stuck with myself. You know what I'm saying? I'm still stuck mm-hmm. in this, in this space and of this void of okay, like, gotta do something else. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm always moving. That's why I'm always trying to find new projects to do, new things to do because it being being doing this. You know what I'm saying? Having this space makes me not think about the void. You know, if I did not have this, child, I don't know what I'd be doing. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what I would do. I'll probably just lay in my bed with my covers over my head because yeah. I have no idea. That's, <laughs> that's so easy to do. Like my dad would always tell me um, that we're like instinctively just lazy you know people people in Mm -hmm. general like it's instilled in us to just be lazy to just sit and be still and you know be complacent with kind of no notion of anything in a sense you know and so um like you said if you could do anything you would just sit there you know because that's what we want to do naturally just (laughs) relax all the time you know and so he used to always say, like, so my dad works six days a week. I don't know how he does it, but he does. He's been enough for decades. And it's not because obviously nobody wants to do that, but he's disciplined enough, you know. And it's not even motivational all the time, you know. It doesn't always stem from motivation. Like, it's just disciplinary at this time. It's literally routine, you know. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. there are days because well, he works himself, so he's just able to take off the day if he feels like it. But she doesn't do that very often. But um, he's just—he's basically just told me like, if we if we didn't have to do anything, like literally we wouldn't. And so, 
you getting up in the morning and creating a routine and going to work and doing what you need to do, like, it's just discipline, you know? Mm-hmm. And so whenever I feel lazy or just unproductive or whatever the case, like, I just have to remind myself of that. Like, it's so easy for us to want to do that, just sit there <laughs> all day, because I, I really would, too. Exactly. And um, it's, it's sad. You know what I'm saying? But it goes, it honestly goes to show. And another main reason why I want to have this conversation is I don't believe that purpose equates to happiness. Um, you don't believe and that? Let me, I don't believe that. And let me explain. Mm-hmm. Let me explain. Yeah. I believe that when we talk about purpose, of course, automatically, we talk about purpose as it, you know, um, equating to being, you know, happy and, you know, you being fulfilled and all that. But me knowing that what I'm doing, knowing that creating and giving people this space, this platform, and it not really giving me happiness in a sense, but kind of um, filling the space in with my voice. I believe that that's purposeful, you know what I'm saying, because it allows me to be transparent and it allows me to constantly think and constantly find my happiness, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it it allows me to kind of figure out, you know, who I am on the, in the same sense of them being in the room and them telling me who they are and their obstacles, you know. So having conversations, having you know, as your dad would say, a routine in a sense is purposeful. So I believe that your purpose is kind of like what you want in a sense. I don't know if that makes sense, but for me, I want conversation. You know what I'm saying? I want to be able to find myself. I want to be able to understand my obstacles. I want to be able to, you know, I guess find hope in my obstacles or, you know, find the next road that brings me to the light, that brings me to the happiness. So I created this, <laughs> you know, I created mm-hmm. this. And, and that's why I say, like, it's for y'all, but it's also for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it, like, it's for me. So once, once we get done with this conversation, I'm telling you right now, like, I'm going to be in my bed, like, thinking about the entire conversation, like, okay. Now, what, what what did I gain from this? You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. and it's, I think your purpose is not necessarily the job, of course, the nine to five, but the things that you can do to develop a better you and and develop a better community, or you know, kind of encourage your friends, your family to do something different. You know, to express mm-hmm. themselves in a different way. Um, I feel like your purpose. It's only meant for you, you know. I hear, like, a lot of people saying, oh, well, um, I like to do this, but everybody is doing it, okay? But there's and yeah. there's something in you that's always different, you know what I'm saying? There's something in you that will, that will make other people look at it differently, you know, that will make people have different conversations about it. Um, and when I think about, you know, my interviews and how I interview people and the conversations that I have, I know that this is completely different than any other podcast, any other interview, any of anything, because at the end of the day, like, 
when when I'm speaking, I'm really being transparent and I'm really trying to get to, to the root of everything, not only to another person's obstacles or another person's, you know, um, purpose or whatever the case may be, but I'm trying to get to my own. You know, I'm trying to understand like, okay, I know this is my purpose. You know I'm saying I know that this is what I'm going to be doing, but where's my happiness going to come? You know what I'm saying? What's going what's going to come in? But I also what I and this just got on me like literally 2 seconds ago, but I also feel like another reason why I may not feel so fulfilled in this quite yet is because of everything else that I have going on when it comes to, you know, rheumatoid arthritis, when it comes to my finances, when it comes to that part, because I know you earlier said, you know, um, not saying that money don't mean nothing to you, but that it doesn't bring you the joy that it may bring other people. Whereas for me, I feel like I'm like the complete opposite. You know what I'm saying? Like not saying that money is everything to me, but from where I've been to where I'm currently trying to go, like that's gonna bring me a ton of happiness. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. that's gonna bring that's gonna that's going to bring me a ton of happiness, but I know that that happiness isn't isn't going to last, you know. So with that and with just this conversation and trying to understand, okay, where how can I how can I share or show people that or get people to understand that purpose doesn't doesn't necessarily equate or have to equate to your happiness, but it equates to what you need in a moment, in this moment or in that moment, you know? Um, it equates to how you can be a better version of yourself, you know, the things that maybe you may need it as a child, you know what I'm saying? And a lot of people don't know or don't understand, which I'm so happy that I'm having this interview with the therapist as well, because we're gonna get to, to we're gonna get down to the bottom of all that too. But mm-hmm. a lot of people don't understand that we we forget the quote unquote trauma that we may have had in our childhood, and a lot of people want to equate trauma to it being you know a deep negative emotion when it doesn't have to be that. You know, it doesn't have to be something kind of negative that you've been through, but it could be like, for instance, one of my friends, he told me, he told me a while back, he said something about how he never really saw, um, you know, his parents have been married for a while or whatever, but he never really saw like, you know, like affection or, you know, things of that nature were kind of made him, you know, not as affectionate, not as affectionate growing up. But he knows that, you know, his parents loved each other and all that. And, I mean, we were having the conversation of trauma, and that brought up, and I was just like, you know, that could kind of be your trauma. He was like, but, he was like, but I'm not, like, traumatized or anything like that. And I was like, people want, want to make it seem like you're supposed to be sad or down or depressed and all that, but it's not necessarily just the negative of it, but it's what you've seen and how you're bringing that into your adulthood. You know what I'm saying? You don't really know or you can't really you can't really connect to what love is because you've never really seen it, you know, firsthand. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You don't really, you know, know how to show love to the next person because you didn't see your father show love to your mama. You know what I'm saying? Or you didn't see your mama show love to your daddy. You know, you just see 
them have some type of partnership and some type of some type of agreement, you know. So I think that with that comes, you know, when we get into our adulthood and it just kind of piles up, you know, when we get into relationships and, you know, life happens because adulting sucks, you know, so life happens and then we get hit with a whole bunch of other shit and it's just like, wait, now I'm in this phase and I think that everybody has some type of void, you know, um, either they recognize it or they don't. Um, Mm -hmm. And for and for people to be, for you to be self-aware, I feel like the people that are the most self-aware are the people that feel their void the most. Um, mm-hmm. So if if you're understanding of who you are, if you're understanding your place, if you're understanding of, you know, your flaws and the things that you could do better and things that you can do better, then you're going to recognize that you have a, a deep-ass void. You know what I'm saying you're going to recognize that black hole you know, in your heart, let me know. <laughs> let me not describe it like that. But like, you're going to recognize that, that something's missing. You know what I'm saying? You're going to recognize that. And I think that for you and for anybody else that may feel that, you have to find a way to, and I, I hate using this word only because like, you don't even know what your purpose session is, but you need to find a way to be pur- purposeful in your life. You know, where that is, I know you said, you know, you giving money to, you know, your friends or just giving anything to your friends and then seeing, you know, joy or whatever, seeing some type of, you know, happiness float across their face. Like maybe kind of think about a way to be giving, you know what I'm saying, to be a giving person, to create, you know, a platform of people that maybe like be be in need of something, you know, not necessarily saying, hey, that's what you should do, girl. But, you know, have some type of idea and bounce around those type of, you know, ideas in your mind and say, okay, like, I know that this gives me some type of enjoyment, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. seeing my friends happy and a sense or whatever. And I'm not necessarily saying that I know exactly what you should do because I don't, you know what I'm saying, too. I barely know what I should do. Where you but, <laughs> like, that could, that could, you know, kind of help you to steer away from me a way for you to understand what your path is, you know? Um, but besides all that, do you like, also think... Oh, go ahead. I feel like it's going to be difficult for me to find what I'm passionate about or what I'm, what my purpose is because for me, and I was just having this conversation with my boyfriend the other day, and I was basically telling him, like, everything, like, the grass just always seems greener everywhere else, you know? So even though I do I do accomplish things or whatever, like I don't I don't and I'm I am i am still unhappy about it, like people are, are doing half of what I'm doing, you know. And this is I'm not throwing shade at all, but I'm saying people are doing half of what I'm doing and still so satisfied, you know, just just so happy, so giddy off of life and like I don't know how I could be that, you know, and so if I keep these continuous and constant comparisons of like myself to other people I don't know how I'll ever be able to find what I'm passionate about you know because whatever I I do is it's not going to be enough in a sense so it's just gonna it's just it's like I'm just gonna end up writing it off you know like oh it doesn't matter like I'm just doing what I'm supposed to do you know yeah it's really difficult to get out of that state of mind because I've been in that state of mind for such a long time. 
Mm-hmm. It was weird. I don't know how to migrate out of it. I don't know how to be so sufficient in myself mentally that I can, you know, step out of that and just stand in myself and, you know, figure out what it is that I really like to do. Like, I have no idea how to even start. I mean, I, I tried to ask you. Mm-hmm. But that didn't last long. It didn't last long for insurance purposes. I literally had probably like two sessions. Yeah, yeah, like it literally lasted probably like two sessions. But honestly, even during my therapy sessions, like it was just taking too long to get to the root of the issue. Like I wish I just had someone that was just able to read the fuck out of me, you know, one glance. Mm-hmm. But I don't know how to get to that, the center of everything without speaking on like just probably things that are insignificant and just kind of clouding up the space in a sense like we need mm-hmm. to remove all that and get to the center and I don't even know I don't know how to do that with therapists so I don't know if therapy would work for me per se or maybe it would just take too long and I'm just impatient like I don't know but girl, I, I feel like life is just really supposed to be so simple like I see people out here literally just being carefree and you know all you have to do is just let me not say all you have to do, because even though I'm saying a lot of people to be so simple, like, <laughs> when I say all you have to do, it's not, in my mind, it's still not, it's still not simple. I don't know. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not all you have to do. I think that, I think that survival mode is really kicking your ass right now. Like, <laughs> I, for real, like, I just think, like, being in that state of mind of being like survival, like, okay, I got to do this, got to do that, got to get that done, got to get that done. And I'm not saying that's a bad way to, like, live. Obviously, it's not a bad way to live. Look at you, girl. You know what I'm saying? So, obviously, it's not a bad way to live. But at the at the same sense, I feel like that's where you will lack your your satisfaction, you know, because mm-hmm. you're always saying, okay, this is, this is what I have to do. Like, okay, why am I going to clap for myself because this is what I'm supposed to be doing in the first place? Whereas you want to you want to compare, you know, what everybody else is doing and saying, how are they so happy? It's because, like, yes, they know, they know in their mind, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. But I'm still going to fucking celebrate myself because I'll be damned if I don't, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I think that that's, that's the disconnect that you have. You know, your disconnect is, y'all, this is what we're supposed to be doing, okay? Like, and and I, and I say that's not a bad thing because I feel like you're just you're so realistic, and not to say that they're not, but it's just to say like you like you know what's real like this is this is life. You know what I'm saying? This is what we're supposed to be doing, y'all. Why y'all so damn happy? You know what I'm saying? Like you supposed to buy that house? Like where do you think you are gonna live under a bridge? <laughs> like like where mm-hmm. like where where do you think you're supposed to be going? And I and and it's good, but it's. But as you know, and as you can definitely see within yourself, it also can be bad. I feel like having those moments of just being able to celebrate yourself and being able to be happy, I feel like once you're once you're able to do that, and and you can start by just and this is gonna sound so dumb, but you can start by, you can start by hopping in the shower. <laughs> I didn't do that though. <laughs> Like, hey, yo, I appreciate this water. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
Like, no, that's, real, that's real, though. Some people really don't have running water. Exactly. It's like it's like gratitude, you know what I'm saying? Um, and I feel like that's what it stems with, just being grateful by the things that you have, you know, the things that you're possessing, like, right now, like, just being able to take a shower, you know, to to go to work, to be able to drive to go to work, you know what I'm saying, to have a vehicle, like, to be able to pay for gas at these outstanding prices, you know, like, mm-hmm. just being able to do the little things, and that, I feel like that's, those, those steps right there, of just being grateful and being like, yeah, like, Hey, shout out to me. You know what I'm saying? Or being able to do this. I feel like having those moments with yourself will slowly start to it will slowly start to make you satisfied and grateful and maybe a little happy too that you're able to provide yourself with these things. Because one thing that you said earlier was and this is a whole this was a whole nother goal, but another thing that you said earlier was that you have strived to not be able to be de- not be dependent on anyone. You ain't dependent on nobody. You know what I'm saying? So that was another goal that I feel like you you lacked yourself in and not being able to celebrate yourself on. Like you're independent. You're exactly what you said you're gonna do. And one thing that I admire about you is the fact that when you say you're gonna do something, you do it. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> like no breaks. All gas, you feel me? Like you really be going in, and it's at the end where I get so sad because I still don't see you celebrating yourself. Like you can have all these people around you and be like, "Yo, girl, great job, my game!" Like I'm so happy for you, and you'd be like, "Thank you." (laughs) Literally, so bland. Like, thanks. (laughs) I guess. (laughs) Right, and I'd be like, "Girl, like this is good. Like this is what you need to be doing," and you just like. the fact that she accomplished that goal, you know, like she accomplished, you know, that task. And, um, yeah, and it makes me, it makes me sad, you know, just being a friend. It's like, dang, like what can I do? Or can I do something, you know, to help her see that, you know, what she's doing and where she is? Girl, look at me, you know what I'm saying? you know, people like you, and I'm like, damn, I wish I was right there, you know what I'm saying, I wish I was there already, like, and we have those moments to where we compare ourselves, but that's also what leads us into sadness, what leads us into our depressive state, you know, Mm -hmm. it honestly could make the void bigger, you know, like, we're not doing anything, we're not doing anything for ourselves that's in a healthy manner if we're constantly comparing ourselves to other people. You know, that is the most, that is the one way we will highly disrespect ourselves by constantly comparing ourselves and be like, damn, like, I want to be there, or she has that, or how is she so happy, or how is this? Like, if you're constantly feeding the negativity, the void is only going to get bigger, you know? Mm -hmm. You're going to feel, you know, less happy and all that. So, I don't know. I feel like that would be the main step for you, like, the small steps that you can take is to acknowledge, you know, the little things that you do. 
like what you just got to, you just got your windows or like the little blinds or whatever. Girl, celebrate yourself! I'm like, yay, I did that. <laughs> yeah, girl, because them things is not cheap. What the hell? Exactly. I did not know that. <laughs> the house that it came with blinds. The fuck? Why you blind? Why you okay. like why didn't? Right, a curtain or something. Girl, they left me for dead. <laughs> Oh my God! It could have been a little sheet falling. Okay, put that back where you go, please. <laughs> Not please. <laughs> Not me begging. <laughs> <laughs> begging for assistance. Mm-mm. But I'm saying, like, even in even in those moments, you know, what I'm saying, like, looking at mirror and just be like, yeah, you know, what I'm saying, like, I did that, you know. So I think that that could be, like, a wonderful start for you, you know? Um, I don't know, because, like, I – just thinking just thinking more about, you know, this purpose thing and happiness thing, like, I really just and, – and I don't know. If somebody else has a better way of clarifying why people want to compare happiness to purpose, please let me know, because I just I – just, I just don't like that comparison or, you know, the fact that it it can purpose equate to happiness because, or maybe it's just me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just don't, I don't feel like that, you know what I'm saying? I feel like, I feel like maybe eventually it can, you know, but right now in the moment where I'm at, you know what, child? So... I was, I, you know, I listen to podcasts all the time, um, mm-hmm. and I was listening to this podcast called Know For Sure, um, so shout out to them. Um, I was listening to that podcast, and it had Tap of the Brown up there. What's the podcast oh God, called? It's called Know For Sure. Is that the one where she did nope. with her husband? Um, no. <laughs> so <laughs> it's a podcast with Megan Brooks and B. Simone. Oh, yeah. okay, okay, okay. And so they had Tabitha Brown up there, right? And mm-hmm. she was talking about how she was talking about how in the beginning of her, you know, doing her cooking shows and stuff like that, and how she started on Facebook, how she didn't want to do it, like she wasn't, like it, she wasn't, you know, as happy or whatever. Like it just, it's just something that she was just obedient to because it was put on her heart to do, you know, and she didn't know why, and she had no reasoning on why. It's funny to me because I'm sitting here talking, and I literally, when I just said, or maybe it can't, maybe happiness will come, you know, later. That's when it just clicked, and I was like, that's that's what it is. Like right now, it's the beginning stages of me, you know. what I'm saying, and I'm just being obedient to it. Like it's been, it was put in my heart to just say, hey, like create a platform, you know, allow people to tell their story, mm-hmm. and go from there. And honestly, I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't even know how to do this, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't even know, like, how to start or, you know, how to how to get people to listen. But, wow, like, that was just, that was God. But I think that, yes, in time, like, once you, once you listen to yourself, um, once you stop asking or stop questioning yourself and you start saying, okay, I'm just going to do it. It's been on my mind heavy to do it. Um, 
I'm just going to do it. Don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm just going to get it done. I feel like once you are constantly being obedient, and it honestly goes back to what your dad said of, you know, going into the routine, because that's something that Top, Top of the Brown said too. She said, I just started going into the routine. She was like, she was like, it was like work, you know, wake up, get on Facebook. She was like, it would be like one or two people up there and I'm just cooking for them. You know what I'm saying? She was like, she didn't have, you know, that crowd or, you know, that audience and stuff. And it wasn't until mm-hmm. maybe, I think she said two years later, I think, where that's when everything started to develop for her. And what she really wanted to do, which was be an actress and stuff, was was what she did you know, in time. And so I think that, and that's what made her happy, the fact that she was able to, you know, accomplish her dream, which was becoming an actress, whereas my dream is to be a best-selling author. You know, so Mm -hmm. I think that thinking about the things that you're doing right now and placing yourself in the past and in the journey of, of being able to accomplish your dream eventually will make you happy. So, boom, by the being, like, your purpose, like I said before, your purpose does not equate to happiness. I think purpose does equate to happiness, though, because, I mean, people that are walking in their purpose, they feel like, they feel more fulfilled, you know? They feel like everything that they're doing is for, i.e., a purpose. They feel like it's very intentional. It's their mark, you know? I was just watching an interview yesterday with Lauren London, and I think Angie, I think it's Angie Martinez. And um Yes, uh huh. Mhm. That was a really good interview. And I think um I think Angie had asked her I I can't remember what Angie asked her, but it was something about purpose, I guess. And she Lauren just said, you know, she just she just doesn't want to miss her mark. Like whatever God has called her to do, she just wants to fulfill that, you know. And I feel like for anybody, like that would serve as joyous and happy, you know. So I personally think that purpose equates to happiness. And maybe also I feel like that because I don't feel purposeful yet, nor do I feel, nor do I like exude happiness right now. And so maybe for me in my head, like if I was to find my purpose, then I would be able to exude happiness in myself and to other people. So maybe my lack of is um, persuading my decision or my opinion on that too, you know? Well, no, I definitely I definitely understand, and I definitely understand why um, you agree that it equates to happiness. I guess for me it's just I'm, I know that I cannot say that I know I'm not going to be fully happy until I become a best-selling author. So I feel like right now me being – I know that I'm in my purpose, and I'm saying, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. I know that eventually, you know, when I get down to the the light, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. I will be happy because I will be a best-selling author. You know I'm saying? I would have dropped my book, you know. So I know that eventually I will be happy, but I know that right now um, creating this platform and allowing people to express their stories and stuff, it doesn't, it doesn't make me happy. I feel joy by being able to give other people plat- this platform, you know, mm-hmm. but this doesn't this doesn't make me happy, you know. Um, and I think that's why I say purpose does not equate to happiness for me, anyway. Um, I can't I can't say how everybody else feels, you know, or mm-hmm. what everybody else's you know opinion is on that. But that's why I'm saying like, if you have an opinion on you know purpose and how it equates to happiness. 
let me know. You know what I'm saying? This is something that I would love to talk about and discuss, and maybe and maybe I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Maybe I'm wrong. Well, I'm not wrong because my feelings are valid. But <laughs> All right, I was about to say that. Yeah, there's no wrong in that. <laughs> but maybe you know I can get a different perspective. You know, um, and you know some some more understanding of why people feel as though. Um, purpose equates to happiness, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe if I was already a best-selling author, I would totally agree. You know what I'm saying? I would be like, yeah, purpose equates to happiness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, woo woo woo. But I'm not a best-selling author. <laughs> I don't have a book. <laughs> like, so no, like I'm not happy. You know, I'm not. But I also feel like with you saying you don't feel happy because you're not you're not a best-selling author right now kind of validates that purpose does bring happiness you feel like your purpose is to be a best-selling author but because you're not you feel unfulfilled or unhappy you know yeah but yeah but you're right though like everyone obviously is allowed to have their own stance on that of course you know so Lord, huh? That's but see, that's what I'm saying. That's something to definitely think about, and maybe, and maybe you know later down the line, maybe I can explain it a little bit better, or maybe I can think about what I'm saying more, mm-hmm. and try to, you know, try to maybe understand it more myself too. Because I'm not gonna lie, for the longest, I, I always believed that you know that purpose equated to happiness. But the more the more I did this platform and the more I well the more I'm doing it and the more, you know, I'm interviewing people, I'm starting to realize that I'm not fully happy in this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like it's kinda like a job, you know, exactly what's out of the brown said. It's kinda like a job. I wake up, you know, I open my lap well first, I wake up and get my coffee. <laughs> I can't do that without my coffee. You know, and then it goes to me trying to figure out what my next project is, who I'm going to interview next, or if I already have an interview plan, okay, what questions am I going to ask? How's the conversation going to flow? Like, it's like my creative mind starts going, but I feel like that's more, that's me working, you know? Um, And although, like, although I love doing this, it, it doesn't necessarily make me happy, you know? It's just like, hey, let's get her done. Let's, 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 let's bring somebody else some joy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Let's, let's allow let, let's allow somebody else to tell their story. You know, because that's something that I wanted to. That's what that's one thing that I wanted people to express or know about me is that I wanted people to allow me to explain myself. Um, and that has to do with you know some trauma and yada yada yada. yada. You know, but um, I wanted to be able to be more expressive and to be able to allow people to understand me a little bit more. And it felt like nobody was willing to, you know, nobody was willing to sit down with me and allow me to explain, you know, my story and how I got there and, you know, where I'm trying to go and my dreams, you know what I'm saying? So to be able to create create this platform for other people, it brings me joy to see them happy, you know, Mm -hmm. to see them saying, dang, like, dang, now that I say this out loud, I'm where exactly where I'm supposed to be. I like this, you know what I'm saying? And they're so heard now. Exactly, and that's that that that's what puts a smile on my face because I'm like, hey, you know what I'm saying? I love that. 
that. I love the fact that you feel like that. You know what I'm saying? And then when it's over, it's like, but still, don't nobody know my damn story. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, that's what the book is for. Maybe you're saving it for the book. Exactly. I am saving it for the book. That's why I ain't saying it. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> that's also why I'm just kind of like, I'm not I'm not as fulfilled with my purpose. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not as fulfilled. But I know that in time, in time, of course, this will probably change to where, you know, I'll say, okay, Happy, then you know, it's gonna take a minute to get to that happy, but mm-hmm. it's happy, you know what I'm saying? And maybe that's what I should say. So, let me back up. Maybe that's what I should say. I should say that in the beginning, purpose does not equate to happy, but in time, you will be happy, okay? Period. That's how we're gonna, that's how we're gonna say that because right now, like in the beginning of you finding your purpose or being in your purpose. I feel like it's an obligation or it's uh, not an obligation because you don't really have to do it, but it's just you being obedient if you want to be obedient. You know, it's you saying, okay, somehow, some way, I got to do this. I got to wake up and I got to do this every day, you know. But I um, I also want to ask you this, though, because I know when it comes to, you know, nursing and it in the beginning being a challenge for you or something that you're trying to um, challenge yourself, are you scared that if you pursue what will make you happy and if you fail, like, do you think that, do you think that that will cause tension with with you internally? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it would. Um for the record, nursing is still a challenge for me. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think if I was to branch off and try to dig into what's considered purposeful to me and I'm not good at it, I mean, yeah, it would be disheartening, you know, and it would just make me burrow back into nursing and just, be complacent with that, I think. I mean, that's an unfortunate answer, but I know people say you shouldn't be scared of failing because blah, 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 whatever, but, I mean, at the end of the day, nobody necessarily wants to fail at something. It's not a good feeling, especially when it comes to something as important as that, like something to fuel your purpose or something to fuel your happiness. If I can't even do that right, what else is there for me to do, you know? I think that, so, I guess, I guess, like, during this, during this whole thing, like, I'm trying to figure out, like, I'm really trying to help you figure out, like, what your purpose, what your passion is, like, because I, one, one, I'm nosy, and I'm, I want to know, you know what I'm saying? Like, like I want to know what it is, you know, and also, like, I don't know, I, I think that, I, one thing for sure, I believe that everybody has a purpose. I'm saying everybody has a reason why they were placed on this earth, you know, um, why they were chosen um, in a sense. And I know, you know, back in the day, back in the day, um, you used to love to sing. Yeah, y'all, she a singer, you know, and I'm not going to put her on the spot and tell her to sing, y'all. <laughs> 
you know. <laughs> but I mean, like, if that's something that she wants to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's going to be on her. But I know that back in the day, like, you know, singing was, was your thing, you know, it's something that you wanted to do. Like, and I felt like it made you happy. Like, am I wrong? Like, or that was just a hobby of yours? I feel like it was more of a hobby, like, because I didn't like to sing in front of people, and I still don't. So one thing that I really thought I wanted to do was um, I thought I wanted to be a model. And it was more so because of my height. It wasn't because I thought I was, like, just the most beautiful fucking person ever. But it was just because I had the height, you know, and I had the the body structure, I guess. I was like, I mean, I wonder if I could do that, you know. And obviously I knew money (laughs) you know so Mm -hmm. that was one thing that I thought about doing and I I did try to do that actually but I forgot what the agency was called but it was such a popular agency like everybody tried to start out with with them and I I think I did make the cut but the thing that they were asking for was weird to me and I always feel like someone's trying to scam me to be honest like everything just Mm -hmm. makes me paranoid or like side eye them you know and so I think they were asking, I'm sure I'd do it money or something. And at the time, mm-hmm. I think I was, like, obviously everything had to go through my parents at at the time. So I'm sure we were all, we were both just like, nah, that, that sounds really weird, you know. So I never went through with it, and I never really tried again. But modeling was definitely something I wanted to do. But today like I am I know that I'm not the most photogenic person so I don't even know why modeling was a thought of mine I hate taking pictures (laughs) so (laughs) that probably wasn't going to work out you know or I hate taking pictures now because I don't know how to do it like it's just it's (laughs) you know so if I see a model and I know how to take pictures and I'm sure I wouldn't hate pictures I would love it by pictures and so getting in front of the camera is just like awkward to me like I'd rather be in a video you know what I mean but um and videos I mean like a quick little boomerang like they come out cuter than the damn picture you know yeah oh dang girl you said video I'm thinking about a damn music video (laughs) girl that's why I said quick little boomerang had to to clarify (laughs) I'm over here seeing you, seeing you, like, in the air, by do special, like, in the background, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Giving you ideas already, thank you. <laughs> but, no, like, I, I get it, though, because I'm, I'm not one with pictures anyway. That's why you'll only see a whole bunch of selfies, you know what I'm saying? Like, people probably think I'm a little, you know, fat little girl over here, and I'm, I am, you know, a little heavy. But I ain't like, you know, big. <laughs> like big, big, you know. But by my pictures, you you wouldn't know. You wouldn't know. You would you would totally think that I weigh like <laughs> you wouldn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know. <laughs> I mean, like you wouldn't for real. But I, I'm not, you know what I'm saying? I feel like I'm I'm healthy for sure. But um yeah, I with singing being your a hobby and you know pictures definitely out of out of the question like 
I'm just I'm just trying to like I really want to get to the bottom of it like today like right now I want to um, find it or at least try to I don't know get to the surface of it and maybe we you know we can dig a little bit deeper later you know but I want to I just want to find that one thing that will like spark something you know mm-hmm. so we got to go we got to go down the list so cook it. No. Okay. So hair. Mm. No. <laughs> None of that. I'm over, like, I'm over here like, okay, so what's next? What's next? But um, it really just goes to me in my head right now. It just goes back to giving. Like, I feel like we should work in that area. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to giving. Um, I don't know. I'm not... I'm not sure how you're gonna give when maybe or maybe let's let's get more clarification on that on that piece when it comes to giving. So please, I'm so tired of giving. <laughs> like at this point, I'm very exhausted. Oh, is it was it is it more so you feeling joy if it's just like with your friends, or would you feel joy if it's like anybody? Like anybody you're giving to. Hmm. I feel like maybe right now it'd probably just be with friends. Cause I think I've done that where I would give to anybody outside of my friend list. You know, like it was just in my heart. But people really be spiteful and like just ungrateful. And I noticed there are some people I've given to, and I don't feel good afterwards. Like, their response is not satisfying. And I'm not asking for them to worship me and, like, kiss my feet because I've done for them. But it's just still the, the matter of feeling that appreciation. Yeah. Some people, I don't yeah. get that. I, it would probably just be confined to giving to friends. Or maybe not. Maybe Maybe just to people that I know would be appreciative of it. I have to um, recognize that. Okay. Because I was going to, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like for some reason, like, the whole, and I know you say you're tired of giving right now. Like, I, I definitely get that. But I don't know. I just feel like we should, or you should, because it's your work to do, but just try to find something in that aspect of, like, giving, of trying to understand why giving to people kind of makes you feel, you know, happy or make you feel, you know, somewhat fulfilled in a sense. Um, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's your direction, you know. Um, do you, so right now, do you know where you want to see yourself in the next five years? And I know, like, a lot of people hate this question. Like, I kind of do too, in a sense, but it makes you think. You know, it makes you think like, dang, like where do I see myself in the next five years? You know what I'm saying? What do mm-hmm. I see myself doing? And I and I've honestly been thinking about it, you know, often. And maybe it's because, you know, I'm older and stuff and so now I'm like, Okay, like I need some sort of plan. As like before, like my younger self, I was so spontaneous. You know, I just did things randomly and I enjoy just doing things randomly, you know, and not caring about the consequences or what's gonna come after or what I should be doing, you know. Um, but mm-hmm. now as I'm older, like, I want a plan, you know, I want some type of rule book to go by, 
um, in order to feel some type of, you know, success or to feel some type of, you know, um, happiness in a sense. So do you know where you would want to, or where do you see yourself or where you want to be in the next five years? Not like specifically, but generally I can say that I'd hope to have a little more structure. Mm-hmm. I feel like right now, right now I feel like I don't have much structure. I feel like I kind of just, well, I don't want to feel tied down to anything in general, you know, but I feel like I would just want to know, I don't, I don't know, just definitely more structure um, in my daily daily routines and work because travel nursing is, to me, not structured at all. Like, I get mm-hmm. uprooted every so often, and it's my choice, you know, but I get uprooted every so often and have to figure figure it out all over again, and a lot of times it's uncomfortable. Um, I don't know where I'm going to be months from now, you know, if I decide to work somewhere else. And sometimes that's cool, you know, but yeah. I definitely do want more structure. I do want be more solidified in my relationships, you know, both mm-hmm. romantic and my platonic ones, you know. I want to be a little more well-rounded and a little more a little more kind to people by then. Not that I'm not kind, but lately I've been quick to quick to anger. Like I get real agitated easily now. But hopefully within five years like that, all that kind of neutralizes, you know. And I'll be a little more pleasant to be around. Um, so I'm I'm starting to to wrap up the conversation now. But um, when it comes to it, advice that you would give someone, you know, being in your shoes and not really understanding or knowing what their purpose is, what advice would you give that person? I guess I would say. Stop asking people for advice about it, you know, because then you become too impressionable and your thoughts and your opinions become second to you as opposed to the people that you're talking to. Like, you take their opinions and their thoughts and values for more value. So Mm -hmm. stop stop asking for so much advice and just do and just be and be self be self sufficient enough to stand in what your passion is, what and whatever that is, you know. Mhm. Just just learn to be self sufficient. Your thoughts, your opinions, your values are just as valid as anybody else's. You don't have to ask them for permission or advice about it, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, no, like I love that answer, and you know. Um, the the last two questions that I asked you, like, I don't know, it just it gave me a little bit more clarity, and I just feel like your first step in knowing or understanding what your purpose is, I think that <laughs> something else just came, dawned on me, but I think that your 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 purpose or what will allow you to feel purposeful is you celebrating yourself with every milestone that you achieve. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, that is what you should be doing and where you will find your happiness. 
um, and not thinking that everything needs to be, you know, well, not thinking, but understanding that just because you fulfill something that you believe is what you're supposed to be doing, to find some type of gratification in that, you know, to mm-hmm. to be to be happy in that, to be happy in the fact that you achieved the goal and that you're where you're supposed to be. You know, I think that to feel purposeful in your life is to acknowledge your goals and to acknowledge your achievements, you know, to clap for yourself. Um, And I feel like once you do that, um, not saying that the whole void or, you know, whatever is going to be, you know, gone or, you know, dissipated, whatever, but I think that you will achieve some type of happiness. You know, you will feel a little bit better, maybe. Um, I'm not saying that that's it, but I don't know. It just it just gave me some type of hmm, maybe maybe try that. You know, mm-hmm. um, with 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 like the small things. You know what I'm saying? When you drink a glass of water today, be like, damn, this glass of water. <laughs> this glass of water. Hey, you know what I'm saying? And yeah, um, I'm laughing. I'm laughing. <laughs> no, I'm laughing because it's like, it's like, wow, <laughs> that's an example. <laughs> <laughs> it's an example, but it's like, it's like, honestly, gratitude is big. Like, gratitude is really huge, and I don't think a lot of people realize that. You know what I'm saying? Um, you have to be grateful to where you are now. And honestly, I think that's that's how I became at peace. You know what I'm saying? I know that I'm not fully happy, but I am at peace, you know what I'm saying? And that's something that I can say for sure, you know what I'm saying? I can say for sure that I'm at peace. I may not be, you know, all that all that happy, you know what I'm saying, but I'm at peace. And, and with me being at peace, it allows me to, you know, not get into my depressive states or not, you know, feel as though I just want to throw these covers over my head you know, and to be obedient to this platform, to be obedient to my audience, you know, and to give them, you know, this space. So, um, and it all, you know, stems down to me being grateful about where I am right now, you know, because where I am right now is something that I prayed for, you know, and I think a lot of people, we forget what we prayed for, you know what I'm saying? We forget what we said, what we wanted to do, and then when we when we hear, it's like, oh, dang, like, I but I, I'm not where I want to be though. You know what I'm saying? Like we always find mm-hmm. something else. You know what I'm saying? We always find something else that will tear away at us being, you know, ungrateful. You know, and that's just that ugly spirit. You feel me? So I think that we need to um, recognize and be grateful for where we are now. So, girl, celebrate yourself. Be happy where you are right now, okay? Like, pop you some champagne in that beautiful house, okay? And be like, damn, I'm here, okay? Like, I did that, you know? So be happy because I do – one thing I will say, and I, and I, and I swear I'm going to be done after this, but one thing I will say is that your mama was happier than you when you got the house. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, <that> little video. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Girl, how is that? You know what I'm saying? I feel like everyone everyone around you knows and is happy for you and understands the goals that you have for yourself and the fact that you accomplished them and everyone is happy that, that you accomplished them but you. You know what I'm saying? 
Um, and that's that ugly spirit trying to take away the fact that you completed something. You know, you obtained one of your goals. So somehow, somewhere, you got to knock that, you got to knock that off and you got to be like, fuck all that. I'm happy. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that I that I completed my goal. And I'm not saying you got to jump up and down and smile from ear to ear, but say it out loud. You know what I'm saying? It's a start to something. And maybe it may, it may make you feel, you know, a little bit better that you just even said it out loud, you know, but... If you're constantly waking up every day and you're constantly, you know, saying one thing, I'm not saying every day you got to walk around talking about something, I'm grateful I got these feet to walk on the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it be like that. <laughs> but, but, I'm, but I'm saying, like, you know, just be aware of what you have around you and be grateful in that. Um, but I do appreciate you for allowing me to have this conversation with you. Um, we will have another conversation if you're willing you know what I'm saying? Because I like having conversations like this. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not it's not necessarily like interview based, but it's like it's like a real conversation, a conversation mm-hmm. that we would have if this thing won't record it. You know what I'm saying? So I like I like these types of conversations and there's not too many people that I can have these types of conversations with. And it gives me some type of enlightenment too, because you know, I get to be a little bit transparent, like, mm-hmm. that was cool, you know what I'm saying? I never I never really said that out loud either, the fact that what I do doesn't make me happy. I never really said that out loud. So the fact yeah, that... I feel so surprised about that. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people are going to be too. <laughs> <laughs> this live, you can't take it back. No take back. <laughs> Look, let, let, me, let me go ahead and edit that part out. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you can still edit, huh? You're right. Yup. Yeah, you're right. I'm not going to. I'm not going to, though, because I feel like everybody everybody needs to know that. You know what I'm saying? Um, and the fact that I even said it right then, there was a reason for it. You know, mm-hmm. so I'm going to let it. I'm going to let it be and let it, let it do its thing, you know. But I am really happy that I was able to have this conversation with you. Um, so thank you for that. Yes, girl, thanks for agreeing to even talk to me and interview me because I think I'm going to reach out to you like, hey, I want to interview too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. So I left out. Like, what about me? What you want to talk about with me? <laughs> <laughs> so I appreciate it. No. I appreciate you for making it happen. Of course, girl, you know I had to make it happen. See, you, you gave the word. I said, I'm on it. wow that was that was definitely a lot a lot to take in a lot to process but in a beautiful way um I still think that when it comes to your purpose and your happiness um that those are two important things that you need to find um and it's going to be difficult it's going to be a process it's going to be a journey for sure but it's definitely needed and we need to remember that we do need to celebrate ourselves 
we do need to acknowledge our moments and our goals and our milestones. You know how we acknowledge, you know, the milestones of our child and, you know, when they start crawling or when they start walking or talking, you know, just doing, achieving different goals in their life, how we celebrate them. We need to do the same thing with our life. We need to clap for ourselves and we need to be in the be in that moment of celebrating ourselves so that in those moments we can gain some type of happiness that we can be fulfilled in a way because once we are fulfilled and once we can become self-aware of the void that that may lie in us then we can start growing and we can start being a better version of ourselves and with that is when we will exceed while black. Peace and love. I'm out.